0: Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television series. This season of Fargo Talks Fargo is sponsored by Fargo Brewing and their wood chipper IPA. Head to fargobrewing.com to learn more, to find out where to buy beer, where to pick up swag, or to look for a murderer in Fargo. Just kidding. That last part's not true. Hey, so this is Fargo Talks Fargo. Welcome to the first full breakdown of an episode, season three, episode one. Sharpie, how you doing, buddy?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. How's it going? I'm doing better. I just You're got, doing better than me. I just got done with uh 3 days of snowshoeing which was awesome. I'm dead tired and I'm super sunburned, but I'm still in better condition than you are, Bill. You have pneumonia I hear. Yep. Maybe some people <laughs> noticed last week Damn. my voice was starting to sound
0: weirder or more manly than normal, but I'm going to power through. Hopefully we won't have to pause recording for me to cough. Mm-hmm. I uh I'm going to let you drink all the beer. For me, during this show, I'm I, I am currently that. sponsored by Powerade Zero, <laughs> a zero calorie sports drink. That oh. is not true. But if Powerade oh. wanted to send me
1: some some Powerade, that'd be great. Thanks. Thank you very much. In the f- future, thanks to Powerade. Future thanks, <laughs> all right <laughs> And
0: PepsiCo. Do you, I, I I can't I can't completely decide where to start. Um, we we talked. You know, some people maybe skip the hot dish. Um, maybe some don't. Uh, but I feel like coming back to just i don 't know how far we 're going to go down this these rabbit holes we get in, but um that I, I rewatched that whole East Berlin thing again, and i kept i don 't know sure. i just i kept thinking about so much stuff you know the uh, i i i can 't help but i 'm going to bring up the thing you talked about before we talk completely about it because i I thought it was really interesting that you talked about the Berlin wall last time and how it was just you know as if it was some sort of metaphor but about the the wall between the two brothers mm-hmm. sure did you have any deeper thought on that yet i don't know we we literally have not talked before this show since last week so
1: that's right so yeah we really don't know where this is gonna spiral into so strap in folks uh uh maybe we'll take you for a wild ride maybe we won't Um uh, but i don't know uh i don't have <laughs> <laughs> such
0: confidence <laughs> such confidence <laughs>
1: Uh it's it's episode 1 man we're just getting started here. We're we're laying yeah. the groundwork, we're building the foundation. Uh this this first scene uh, East Berlin 1988 with Jakob Ugerleiter or however you want to <laughs> say it. <laughs> uh or the uh wh- whom they think is Yuri Gurka. I think yeah. yeah, when we talked about the wall between the two maybe this being a metaphor uh, the wall being a metaphor for the rift between the two brothers. Maybe. I don't know. But there's also more uh, uh, things that it might allude to uh, because there are mistaken addresses. I mean, that's a big one, right? Because later mm-hmm. on... Mistaken identities. Mistaken identities, mistaken addresses. Um, obviously, this man has mo- either... He just moved into uh, a killer's home or something and this uh, mistaken identity and... Mm-hmm or address mix-up is really throwing everything off. Um that could just be a uh, you know a foreshadowing or something just parallel to the whole Maurice incident. Right. Uh, we don't know how this is going to play into things, but at least it it still was like a nice uh tone for the entire show.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to skip a little bit around and two if you think uh think back to just just the part where uh Emmett, I'm going to screw up names a lot this episode. Emmett talking about his wife and how they even lived in the same place, same you know yeah. same address, same apartment. There's lots of that, but of course, the first thing I want to bring up is that I'm currently feeling a lot
1: of Lebowski right now. Oh, you are. how so?
0: Just the mistaken identity, like yeah, I guess I, just oh, yeah, coming that's... into the house to get to get the wrong, rug, wrong and, rug, you know, and then it really ties the room together. And I feel like this stamp is really going to tie the season together. <laughs> it's, at least it's this focal point that is set off this entire journey of what's happening to one person is all because of one thing, and it's this thing that's on a wall in one room, and and so so I'm going to be I, very very curious to see you.
1: I think we say that literally every season. <laughs> That's because I love The Big Lebowski. Or maybe the show is just following the exact same uh, model. We don't know. Well, if you don't like The Big Lebowski, you're not going to like some stuff I got to say today. (laughs) Who doesn't like The Big Lebowski? Come on.
0: But yeah, I think this is going to be one of those like, hey, when is Noah Hawley and the rest of the crew going to tip their hat back to this moment, right? Sure, of course. I don't think it's going to come fast. And um, unless did you have something else you were going to say about that? I'm sorry. I kind of... I kind of burst in or the the
1: before I came in here and pissed all over your rug, um yes, you certainly did p m i rug no just that i I just wanted to mention that uh, you know this guy's being interrogated by the state, and it all comes down to his address and his name and his wife having somewhat similar name uh to this woman that's been killed, supposedly by yuri Gurkha who's the state is claiming this Jacob guy is um. That was that was really it. That's the base. That's the outline of that little scene. But just the whole mistaken Mm -hmm. either address or identity thing was, uh, I don't know, just a nice.
0: Well, it's all of that, and and even a mistake, and and with that, there was two names that were the same. You know, the Stussy name, and then the other thing, Helga Helga, was the girlfriend and the wife's wife's name. So it's like it's like all of this kind of wrapped up in this one one spiel for me. So I'm just gonna go with that. About that, we'll we'll get back to all this. I sh- I'm sure.
1: Yeah, but you I mean, kind of we already you kind of had a go ahead. You would have had a good segue, but then we went back and we met. Uh, so now we're back in Minnesota. We're in Minnesota in 2010. Uh, we're at Emmett and Stella Stussy's 25th wedding anniversary. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're yeah. learning about a l- little bit of that, like whole like living in the same apartment thing. Uh, we learned that Emmett Stussy used to work for Red Robin and seems to have somewhat of a bird fetish.
0: Have, didn't you actually notice that there's like a kind of a bird fetish going on all over the place?
1: Not just in the house,
0: in a lot of these things. So I don't know what they think. You know, this is me giving my uh, Midwestern take. There's some other places. I didn't write them down this week, but I'll come back to it if we want. But but yeah, there's a lot of birds.
1: A lot there's of like birds. Eagle,
0: eagles, birds, all sorts of things. And cue the i Fly Away music. Um, do, you, do you have any deep theories on that just yet or is it way too early
1: we're just making notes making notes yeah so we learned that uh emmett stussy maybe might not be in in such as good a shape as his brother might think because he's doing some business with uh he doesn't know who actually through a broker named rick Trout. um we'll later meet go ahead
0: I still, the Ehrman Trout thing just totally, I, it's all breaking bad for me. I just can't help but think about Mike Ehrman Trout. Plus, I'm watching uh, Better Call Saul.
1: Ehrman Trout's a pretty popular, or not popular, but common last name in the area. So, it does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Much I'll more that, than I'll something that like... In.
0: What? Stussy? You don't think so? <laughs> no, nah, not particularly. Ehrman Trout? You don't know any ermine Trouts? I don't know. <laughs> I know zero erman trouts. What? I don't know any Stussies, Burgles, Swangos, Varga, Feltz, LeFay. I know a lot of
1: Olsons and Thompsons. Oh, there's a lot of ermine trouts. You got to get a little west of Fargo. Get into that, like, Lisbon, Wilmer, Oaks area. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> what what? Speaking of birds, spread your wings and fly, a little Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> you are just such a world traveler now. Way, <laughs> Lisbon, all the way to Lisbon. My Aberdeen. God.
1: Aberdeen. Get a map out. Get, get out there, man. A, get a map Explore. out. Oh,
0: geez. Oh, geez. Okay, fine. I'll go with it. Have I'll you
1: ever left it. Fargo? No.
0: Why do you think I'm still here? Plus my parole officer. So that's that, that whole deal. All
1: right. So anyway, you, you had a good call. Um, I think it was in the hot dish or maybe when we were just chatting. Um, The framed stamp that's in Emmett's, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, a study. Uh, yeah. There's a, it's there's like one, his
0: office slash study.
1: Yeah. There's one framed stamp in there and the stamp is just, you know, it's a symbol of, you know, where his wealth came from, from his father dying, basically uh, his and Ray's father dying. And as we know, from the show, Emmett is Ray's older brother, and see, it seems like Ray, through Ray's uh, vantage point, Emmett took advantage of his younger brother and gave his younger brother a fancy Corvette, while Emmett took the stamp collection from his father uh, after his death. And it turns out those stamps were probably worth a shitload of money. We don't know yet. Yeah, but you you pointed th- out that this the two cent stamp. Uh, is, is a drawing that alludes to the myth of Sisyphus, which we delved into in season We've two. We've been down that road. Yeah. Yeah. With Fat Damon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just, <laughs> Roy, did you, I just made you choke <laughs> on your drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not cutting meats. that out. We don't cut anything out. Yeah, buds meets. No, I he, the one thing I thought was interesting right now is that too. You know, if you go back to the uh, film uh, at the very end, Marge's husband, whose name escapes me, Marge Gunderson, right? Was that her name, Marge Gunderson? Yeah, Marge. I just know her name's Marge. Yeah, sorry, I think it's Gunderson. Somebody, yeah, her husband. Uh, you know, he got on the stamp. It was probably the three cent stamp, is what I think they mentioned. So, the two cent stamp ain't too bad for Sisyphus in in the in the Cohen brothers uh, Noah Hawley world of his interpreting.
1: You know, maybe that's why there's all the birds all over. Um so let's let's back it up and kind of reset the stage. We're sitting here uh at Emmett and his wife Stella's 25th anniversary uh mm-hmm. soiree and Ray only seems to get 5 minutes with his own brother through via Emmett's assistant Sai, who's played mm-hmm. by Michael Stallbarg, uh who was in A Serious Man. A yeah. couple of a serious man references in this uh, episode. Uh, one being, mm-hmm. uh, well, not really a reference, but a shared a shared actor, that guy. Uh, but another being possibly the Red Owl, which we can get into a little bit later. Um, so can you help me understand something? So uh, they're sitting in this study. It's Cy, it's Emmett, and Ray. And right. they're talking a little bit about Grace and Dennis. Is Grace... Um, is Grace Emmett's daughter? I I okay. I did. I had the
0: same moment because the first time you know the first time I watched this, I was like I thought they were talking about something completely different. Right. Me and too. So I'm I'm like
1: completely not sure now. So like, Emmett, I'm like, is, who is that? Emmett's giving his little speech to all the the partygoers uh, before this uh, scene in the study, and he's saying, and at the end of it, he says, and now we have Grace and Dennis. Um,
0: Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So it must be his daughter because why else would the business partner come if it wasn't his daughter? It wouldn't be like for a niece. So I'm guessing
1: I just, I like the idea that they're like, can you imagine no shoes? Right. And Ray didn't know who Dennis was. So that kind of made me think, you know, it wasn't like their kids or anything. So. Uh, um, <laughs> not that their uh-huh. kids would be getting married, uh, in Cabo, but so Grace and Dennis had sort of an impromptu, uh, not really impromptu, but maybe sort of like a, not quite an elope, but a very quick wedding in Cabo, uh, where Emmett and the business partner Sy attended, and they had some business dealings with some international business folk while at the wedding. Um, so maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. We don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the thing about that too is I felt like that was such a the story was just another like hey look at how we're excluding you. Like I know mm. you didn't get invited, but he did. Sai got invited. Yes, I and was there. He, here's where I'm going to make here's why I'm going to make another kind of Big Lebowski comment. Uh I if you go look at Sai's haircut, right? He's kind of got like this pseudo flat top like Walter but it's not really completely there. If you think about Walter's like flat top, <laughs> yeah. shut up and listen to me, you big It Seems like, like a stretch poop. to me. <laughs> it's going to be a stretch, but there's more to it. So okay. look at him. He's got like this weird... Sai has this weird flat top like Walter, but then it's kind of like shaggy-ish on the sides or whatever and like Donnyish. And start listening to the way... Rewatch that whole scene and listen. He literally has this... Not literally. He actually sounds. Sometimes he says things that sound very uh, uh, um, Donnie-ish because the way he says them, he like echoes. Things oh yeah, that he totally Emmett does that. Says, and then you just keep waiting for someone to say "Shut the fuck up, Donny." But then there are other times where he interjects like this really interesting, like Walter stupid like facts that Walter just likes to blow out mm-hmm. of his ass, and so it's it's almost
1: like he's playing both sidekicks that's okay I like that uh, he, do, he does do that weird just like saying. sidekick echoing thing but that's more that's like a sidekick thing too um, you know when when Emmett's talking about having all this money on the books and he says we can't have that and then Sai immediately can't have that <laughs> he says can't have that yeah you tell tell him what we're gonna do boss yeah we're gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> just
0: let me have this but still go back and look at it go back and look at the, the haircut it's like it's a kind of flat top but not.
1: All right, all right. I'll check it out. I'm just. I,
0: I, it's not. Re- it's not, not real. To. I just. I. I need it. I need it.
1: I need this. Yeah. I need to heal. <laughs> uh, so we kind of end that scene with Ray. Ray. Ray asking his brother, "Are you gonna do what's right here, or you? Are you gonna do what's right?" Which I yeah. really liked.
0: Which is which is also him echoing himself because he has no sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you gonna do you know, what's right here? You,
0: yeah. you gonna do huh? what's right? You do it? You gonna do what's right? Yeah, He
1: exactly. just starts talking through the sides of his mouth. Yeah. Um. So, where do you want to go from here? I want to get the hell out of this house uh, in a red Corvette.
0: I like, I like, I like where she when they're leaving and she like completely asserts like she she looks low class, but she feels she looks she looks she looks trashy but she feels high classy
1: <laughs>
0: Nikki does like when he, he he wants to leave and she does the door thing and makes him come back around and he's like oh geez you know and it's i i just i'm realizing that um that she's for wh- whatever it is that these two have this you know beautiful bond they have simpatico the other, yeah with bridge <laughs> is uh i i think he would he'd, he'd walk on broken glass for her you know, and he's, you know, because twice in this episode, she calls him the dummy, um, which I know is a bridge term now, because I'm going to learn way more about flipping bridge. Yeah, you than I think we I both ever want to
1: know. We already do um, know more.
0: But yeah, so I, I just think that's a big thing.
1: She definitely loves playing the higher status role, even though that he is technically, uh, you know... Uh, the person her, in power? Her superior. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the right word. I mean, he's definitely uh, okay. Has a, person in power. Uh, yeah, person in power. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. But like on paper, together. he's supposed to be better, right? So we peel out of that house in a, yeah, a very, very, very Minnesota-looking uh, establishment as they're driving away, um, and crazy, crazy on you is blasting by heart, and they're just rolling around talking about how they're going to make their riches. Playing bridge. Where were they go? Where were they going? Well, I don't Do you know, know what I mean? They must have like, just went home. Well, this is my this is
0: <laughs> this is my honest this is my honest thing. I don't know what town they're in or what they're doing, but this is my. It's 2010. I know what Eden Prairie looks like. I've been there. My brother lived there. It's man, you you. I don't know if people realize that, at least currently, and I'm, this is the part we're supposed to be... I always claim that we're just giving you the ins, inside scoop. It's Eden Prairie is not that... <laughs> Eden Prairie is chock full of really rich houses. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely... You're not going to have you know, snow-laden fields and, and ro- rolling trees. It, it is no stranger to complete and total urban sprawl. That's true.
1: But it yeah, does look no like a, a Minnesota it does look like a Minnesota property if you just get like a, about an hour away.
0: Oh yeah. I mean you hit the Invergrove Heights up and you're you're all about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So we get into the Red Owl and we meet uh the lovely Gloria Burgle, her son, and her stepfather. Um and her stepfather, Ennis, uh, <laughs> seems like he manages a red owl, uh, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, are you you're old balls? Do you remember Red Owl in Fargo? Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> there was also there was also a Red Owl in my uh my grand my my parents hometown. So, I yes, I've I have shopped at a Red Owl. That is awesome. You've actually shopped
1: at one. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, sure. They- I, I barely remember it. I remember I, I was in daycare when I was really little, and I remember the grocery bags coming in uh, with the big Red Owl logo on them. Oh, yeah. For a brief time. And then I think they were snatched up by like Super Value or something and probably became uh, Hornbachers you know, or something. No, Hornbachers was never... Oh, wow, we're getting really... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Deep Catalog Fargo. Uh, Hornbachers <laughs> is the locally owned chain here, grocery store chain here in Fargo that... Uh, Crazy Enough has uh a connection to the TV show Mad Men, but anyway. Uh yeah, the 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 Red Owl. I wonder when that closed. That's that's crazy. I I was like I always love, you know, we've talked about props a lot. I did I I did feel they were maybe maybe off base just a little um in that uh there was Utz pretzels on the shelf. Uh, or ut, Utz. Yes. You know, so um Hey, hey, straight out of Wikipedia, because everything here is true. Uh, Red Owl, grocery store chain in the United States, headquartered in Hopkins, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Founded in 1922 mm-hmm. and owned and operated by a private investment firm affiliated with General Mills, which is also uh, here in the Midwest, in Minneapolis. So there you go. Red Owl. And
1: also in that article, if you scroll down a little bit, it says Red Owl was actually started as a coal company in the 1920s. What? Which I had no idea. Oh. first star in Rochester. That's
0: interesting. We're learning together. Yeah, <laughs> Bismarck too. Even hey, just I'm there, actually hey, just
1: editing the Wikipedia page as you're reading. it.
0: Oh, so you're you're just, God, you're a liar.
1: That's why you brought up Super Value.
0: You're on the Wikipedia anyway. Anyway, I just don't think any Red Owl in in 2010 would have uts. I have have I in all your time in the Midwest. Have you ever seen uts?
1: Um, I've seen it. I don't know if I've seen
0: it. Everybody knows here you get Barrel of Fun. Barrel of Fun? <laughs> yeah. Which are yeah, but, actually produced here in in just just like 45 minutes from, Uts from here. But st- still exists. It exists. Not in this world.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> You're telling me you've bought a bag of Uts? No, I'm not telling and, you that. But I mean, you, come on. Have you seen it's... a bag of Uts anywhere in the Twin Cities area
1: ever? You gotta remember I'm where. fairly certain I have. Fairly oh, okay. Certain. All right, we'll give it up. I'll stop. I'll stop arguing the wrong point. <laughs> mm. Um, but the red owl is a nice touch. Uh, I don't know if the, I, I'm guessing that was a a Coen Brothers shout uh, with the serious man, but yeah, it could just be a Midwest shout. It's it's all. Um, of it. did you notice how the sign says on the on the outside says "We'll return at five five p.m." Yeah,
0: I saw that. I was wondering if you were going to look that up because I didn't. Is there any? Is there anything that happened to five oh nine?
1: I need to know about. Uh, well, I'm. I'm certainly. I don't think so. I'm not going to Google five oh nine p.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought maybe you were going to make a reference to that some other. Five, new, I thought you're going to. Thought maybe you're going to make a reference to some other movie or something that I didn't catch. Oh, that would have been. That would have been super
1: cool. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not.
0: Dude, you're not so well. Fuck that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, we got Gloria Burgle, the the show mom, our show mom of the season. Yeah. Um. We have uh, grandpa Ennis taking pulls off of the liquor shelf.
0: Yeah, no, I think he I think that's his store bottle, man. He reached a little back on the shelf for that one. He he's stuck. It. I think he's just, I think he's just pulling from the
1: the bottle at the end of the stack.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Although that's another one of those things. I don't think you can legally in Minnesota, you can't buy liquor at a grocery store.
1: I think I in mean that's definitely true, but but you can buy beer starting this summer, right? Yeah, or no, that was the whole Sunday thing. You can yeah, buy a that beer. beer, yeah, and beer and Sunday. on Sunday.
0: Yeah, that's a big thing still going on with certics Look that up, certics and liquor in Minnesota. Anyway, is, you can't. Is sell, that you thing can't going sell, down or You what? can't. You can't sell. You, <laughs> nah, it's just. Yeah, it's a long story. I'm not going to get into on this show. But yeah, he's he's stocking up the shelves. The kids there, and why don't why don't doors open for? Um, I was going to call her Carrie Coon, but we could probably just start calling her by Gloria. Um I do think it's funny she's, Maybe she's a ghost. She's, she's a, been dead the whole time. But she's a police officer whose name is Burgle. <laughs> I don't know. It's, right, it's that's pretty good. Yeah. It means forcible entry. And then I just kept thinking, okay, is that why the door doesn't open? She has to like force her way in <laughs> all the time. I don't know. Okay. Okay.
1: That's pretty that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'll go with I'll it. I'll give it I'll give you that Boom. one Bill. Five points for Bill. Her name's Burgle. She did have to go with the, she did have to bypass the automatic system. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she needed somebody to break her in. Might just be her own kid.
1: She she didn't have to break into Ennis's house. That was wide open. Nope. Oh, maybe we're catching a pattern.
0: I loved his line. Yeah, somebody always has to let her in. Uh, I love the fact that if, he says, "If macaroni and cheese don't float your boat, might as well stay home." He's just a barrel mm-hmm. of laughs. <laughs>, laughs.
1: But I, I think we, got, we
0: we we kind of yeah we can. I think let's just can we move straight ahead to the slow motion urine montage. <laughs> Isn't that I what know, happens next? Like that. I just wanted to say I liked it again. That's all. I love the guy who uh, just, just gets a little pee on his thumb, rocking out to Moaning, <laughs> moaning by Lambert, Hendricks and Ross.
1: <laughs>
0: I just wanted to be caught. That
1: was a pretty... Uh, there there was a couple... Yeah, there was a couple good uh, double exposure type effects throughout this yeah. uh, episode. I shouldn't say throughout. Yeah. I should say... I mean, there were just a couple. There was the one uh, during the, the pee scene and then the one with uh, Maurice... Howling in the night after his Ennis burgle or whatever you want to call it.
0: After he he killed
1: uh, Ennis? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. It was after that.
0: I did find it very rewarding that uh, right after you empty your bladder, you go in and fill up for a beer because that's what happened next. <laughs> Break the seal, <laughs> get right back to drinking beer.
1: So we're at some random bar called Swans? Yeah. Nice, Is that right? Nice logo work there too. I thought that was going to be like a like a Swans, like an actual Swans. Oh no no! Uh-oh. I uh, I my like my, my my
0: big pickup off this outside of just the the hilariousness. I think of Maurice's character just not being you know I'm I'm the moron thing was. Uh, did you catch what the sheet of paper said? Uh, what it's uh, underneath his thumb, and you see it later when he puts it back down. It says dark yellow precipitate can be seen. <laughs> <laughs> I Me mean, and I meaning I watched. <laughs> dark dark not yellow, not not just yellow, dark yellow precipitate can be seen tested at...
1: It's dehydrated. <laughs> so we're at this bar called Swans. And I don't know if this... Uh, so this might be stretching it a little bit. So the bar is called Swans, right? Okay. Um, Way back earlier in the show when we we're at the Emmett and Stella 25th anniversary party, there's a shot where... Ray finally gets to go have five minutes with his brother in the study. Yes. And as he's going up, the camera turns upside down um, and you see Ray going back to go meet his brother. And while the camera's upside down, in the foreground, there is an ice sculpture that is a swan. Oh, interesting. So I thought it was interesting because the kind of the world is turning upside down and focusing on this swan as it's backing up a little bit. Uh, or maybe it's pushing in. I don't quite remember. But there's a swan that now that's upside down in the picture frame. And it's. I think it's a slightly out of focus. Ray's kind of going off into the distance to meet his brother. Now we're at Swan's The Bar where this whole like mix-up starts to begin a little bit. Mm, I, yeah, I see what you're... I went back to... I went to the tape here, Sharpie,
0: uh, in the replay booth. Am I right? Am I right? It's, it's kind of swanish. I think it's a duck, but I like your theory.
1: It has like a duck head, but it has a long neck. I think it's a shitty swan sculpture. Y- yeah, let's do it. Huh? huh? Yeah, I like it, though. I like what you're so doing. So the world's going upside down, and at swans, our world is going to is like is starting to turn upside down boom how about that yeah is that anything
0: (laughs) well i just thought it was um i just thought it was another fargo opener where a deal goes down in a bar don't they all yeah yeah but i mean like the original fargo you know they meet at that bar in fargo and that's (laughs) that's that's where a, a deal is made for a crime that goes wrong sure I was a going. Was, I was going simple. <laughs> <laughs> well, of all the times I finally go simple, I'm like, no, that's just where people make to to get you know things done wrong. But yeah, it's. Uh, well, I think I, the I, Shitty
1: Swan sculpture was a foreshadowing of our world going upside down, starting in a place called Swans. <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. <laughs> I'm, I need something. I'm positive.
0: Um. Where do where do we want to go? What do we want to do now? Let's. Uh, I think it's interesting that Maurice when he gets the piece of paper. Yeah, I, I like the uh, Lebowski. Speaking of Lebowski, throwback to the piece of paper with naughty things on it. The scene at was it at Jackie Treehorns? No, was his name Jackie Treehorn? Am I just making stuff up? I'm on medicine right now. Um, you know where <laughs> where where the dude runs over after he writes on the sheet of paper and he scribbles on it just to see what he'd written on the note and it was just a big penis. To me, this is just a little little hat tip back to the Lebowski, uh, where it was sure. the, the, a naughty naughty thing on a piece of paper. Things to do today, uh, unless he really means do your lady from behind. You never know. Never know. We'll find out. Just got to go to nine fourteen
1: Maiden Lane. Nine fourteen Maiden Lane in, in, in Eden Eden Prairie. Prairie. Yep, <laughs> that's the one.
0: Did you think it was interesting too that uh, that Maurice needs a shrink? And it's
1: just on his phone as shrink. Shrink. <laughs> I wonder, do you think that was like mandated by the court? Oh, that'd be interesting. Like he I don't I
0: don't think he'd be someone who'd reach out. No. Nah, not as a burglar, I guess. <laughs> but you know, there's coming full circle when he tries to flick his 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 little J out the window, it doesn't work out just like it doesn't work out in the Lebowski. See, I'm Chuck Full of Lebowski tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's what causes you him to lose how, that piece of paper. Have you ever made that mistake, though? Not throwing a what? joint out the window bad, but when you're driving around and you just you roll the window down thinking everything is great, and then you realize that you've created a whirlwind in your car and like shit just goes out the window and you're like,
1: Oh, damn it! Yeah, ever- of course I have. God, I hate that. When
0: I, when, every time that happens in a movie, I I never say, that can't happen
1: because that's totally happened to me.
0: <laughs> Always happens. It,
1: it has definitely happened.
0: Yeah. Like, hey, I'm just going to leave these papers on the seat and then I'm going to roll down two windows simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh. That's a recipe Usually for it's just like
1: uh, Taco Bell wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that one time when we went to Hardee's and you bought like everything on the Hardee's menu at 3 o'clock in the morning?
0: That wasn't Hardee's. It was Hardee's when we went there really late. But the time we bought everything on the menu was Taco Bell. <laughs> what is this true confessions of Bill and Sharpie right now? <laughs> yes, the time we ordered all that food at Taco Bell, people, they literally asked Sharpie and I to pull over and wait because they needed to make all the food and would bring it out. It would take about... It took way longer than you think it should. Okay, back to... <laughs> <laughs> Real life here in Fargo. Talks Fargo. Stussy Lots Limited.
1: Clicks and buzzers.
0: I, w- I looked a lot at of that office again after we talked, You know, because uh, yep. this is where we meet VM Varga. And yep. uh, I-, I thought a lot about it because I did look at that piece of art behind the wall and I couldn't tell if it was just like uber modern. And then I did realize, yeah, it does look like it is a parking lot, doesn't it?
1: It's just a parking lot. Yeah. And the rest of the stuff is all like, uh, you know- Awards. Like awards and stuff. caricatures, and Magazine covers. Yeah, there's a caricature. Yeah. A um, couple of sculptures. Uh, he has like some Greek, like this is not, this is in the, his home study, but he has some like Greek busts, which I, I tried to find uh, whom they were, but I couldn't. Yeah. All those Greek busts kind of look pretty much the same. Um,
0: I was trying to figure out what that like almost monolith on his desk was, like, Broken mm-hmm. marble. Yeah, exactly. I, I I just but I love all the set dressing and all the things that happen in these in these these types of T V shows while you're watching. It's fun. It's fun to look at that stuff and figure out how it looks. I also did notice though that the the lamp on his desk is very similar to the lamp on the uh East Germany dude's desk.
1: Oh, interesting. Also, oh wait, I have to come ahead, back. To back.
0: Did you think at all about f- framing and shot stuff too? Did you did you notice that? That uh, in East Berlin, the photo of whoever it was, I don't know enough about history right now to talk smart about this. To talk smart, I just said that. But there's like a picture mm-hmm. behind the officer with like curtains, like as if you should close them from time to time. Over his camera right, over his left shoulder, but it's not centered on the wall. It's over to the right, okay? And then if... Mm-hmm. You, yeah. I, can, I can see your face, you're thinking. And then when you reverse yep. shot, right and you're looking towards yep. the the door past the microphone that shot of the trees is also not centered on the wall it's off to the left like, it's on the left but yeah. but it's but it's strange because that means whoever that picture is on that wall is staring directly into those trees weird thing i don't know why just thought of that now i was going to mention it but i never
1: wrote it down when i was watching i think it just was you know like look, look good on, on <laughs> look good on camera it's proper like Photo composition <laughs> as
0: as happens every season. Uh, Noah, uh, if you feel like talking, we're here for you. We'd love to chat. <laughs> we we learn though that basically this is this to me this scene right now isn't completely telling. It's just set. It's just a setup for something later that we're going to basically turn your parking lot business into a money laundering operation, and you're kind of right. dumb for having let it happen. You know, it's it's the somebody taking advantage of him versus him taking advantage of his brother. You know, it's it's karma.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love that um sort of that higher status, sort of like almost like fatherly uh, way that VM Varga was talking to Emmett about how this was this isn't the time for the types of questions he's asking. Maybe yes. when he borrowed the money or was given the money, that's when he should have been asking the types of questions that he had now. But he's not, and it's too late for that. So I wonder, like, how desperate. Emmett really was, how desperate Emmett and Cy and the business really were to get that million dollars. Um, yeah. With, with like no questions being asked whatsoever. hmm. And what did they do to get I there? I don't think we'll probably, we probably won't go down that. Uh, I don't anticipate going down that storyline in this season or any season. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is, it is kind of interesting how the embargo was just sort of like. This sly fox. He's like, well, you should have asked those before. This was an investment, and we don't expect you to ha- get. We don't expect that money back. We just expect money from now on.
0: Yeah, and he's just so matter of fact about it. You know, like, well, yeah, this is it. You know, the same. Same with the question I brought up in the hot dish. What
1: country are you from? And he's like, America. Duh. <laughs> um. Was his was VM Varga's business called Narwhal or was that? His yes,
0: name? no, they said that <laughs> I, I had to back it up. It was Narwhal, Narwhal, and I, I just all I think about now is Elf. Bye, buddy. Yeah. Hope you find your dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watch those kinds of things too. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I just think that's just it's a that was a whole lot of setup. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like we yep. were. Peaked in any amazing things, but um, no. uh, we we end up, you know, uh, it's it's birthday time, and don't get too excited about the mac and cheese. And we're now at Ennis's place, which uh he the, the boy gets this like w- carved wood gift from this cranky old dude. I'm skipping ahead, sorry. Um, yep. he says some pretty interesting things here, but to me, uh, here's the thing I thought about. By the way, uh, the angel food cake with strawberries and whipped cream. That's huge Mm -hmm. to me in the Midwest. Did did you have a lot of that growing up,
1: or not? I didn't have a lot of it, but it definitely was one of my more favorite desserts because I'm not a big sweets guy. I do like strawberries and whipped cream, though. Um, So it was like one of those desserts that wasn't like didn't have a lot of frosting. It didn't have a lot of like candy like stuff. So it was probably. When that was served as a dessert, that was that was my jam. Uh, probably my other go-to, if I had to eat dessert, <laughs> it sounds terrible. Uh, would be pumpkin pie. So more things more on the savory side. Yeah. But what I was going to say, uh, have you ever grilled angel food cake? Uh, n- n- no. <laughs> you should try that. It's I'll, the shit.
0: I'll put that on my list you, right right after you the grill, taco. Grill your I...
1: cake slice. And grill your strawberries, and you can have like a warm, grilled dessert Burnt cake. <laughs> with cool whipped cream on top. It's awesome. It's interesting. I like that. I like the way that sounds. Yeah. Do it. People will be amazed. Yeah.
0: The thing that I liked here in this scene is that we get a kind of peek into a bunch of little things like people as replacements. I made a note about this and I'm going to have to work through it because sometimes I write things down really fast and I don't know what they mean. Um but people as replacements for all sorts of things. So the the boy is like, is so and so gonna be my other dad? Is he gonna be like my dad? And she's like, no, he's just this other person and then kinda like this guy who's also somebody I'm involved with, you know, like like Ennis here. He when when so and so when when grandpa died, he married grandma and I keep thinking of it's like this little you don't know who's who and it's also this like mm-hmm. mis not mistaken identity, but this you're a stand in for something else. And Ennis is eventually tonight going to be a stand in for what was supposed to be Emmett. I don't know if that's right. what that scene means, but I, it, that's, that's the part good. that struck me was just the, 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 what I just, I, all I wrote literally was replacements, dad, Ennis, dad, and new dad. I guess that's what I thought. <laughs> that's pretty take, good to extrapolate I, that. I, I, you, I take terrible notes while I'm watching because I don't like, st- I can't stop listening to the No, long you, take and, fish- you take efficient notes is what you're taking. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, for a season that has uh, that is supposed to have much fewer characters than past seasons, we are getting a lot of these sort of mentioned characters that we still kind of have to juggle and keep track of. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah the the daughter, especially in that family. Yeah, well, we won't have to won't have to talk about Anna's <laughs> too much anymore. Well, we might have to. You never know. Anyway, uh, bridge game. Oh God, those chair pads they sat on so Midwest. They were like, did you see that one? Ladies like just, just cushioned down on that like total crocheted custom pad. Go back and watch that, uh, folks. Oh it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a miracle, and it's yep. totally Midwest. Those things are like mm-hmm. handed down from generation to generation. But
1: uh, killer slow mo shot e- <laughs> entering. Somehow even like the the dishware, the china, and everything is exactly the china. I don't know if China seems like too much of a fancy word, uh, but like the the dishware that's in like when they were and I'm kind of going back a little bit to Ennis's house, but the cups they were drinking from, the, mm-hmm. those are the same cups that I drank from as a kid. Yeah, um, they're like the beigey with the brown lip. I mean, I'm sure that's the same for kind of everybody because there's probably just a few options at the time, right? Um, but yeah, so we're playing bridge. Ray and Nikki are apparently. Uh I don't know what you would call him. What do you call a bridge player? Do you call him like you No, know, I
0: don't. Like I said, I got to learn more about bridge. I just know the dummy is the the one I, person I, in the hand.
1: I feel like there has to be an awesome name for someone who plays bridge. But yeah, this a is the first player. time I've really <laughs> like a bridgeeteer. Okay. Uh, a bridge a bridge allier. <laughs> the bridgeeteer.
0: Isn't that a Disney movie? I, <laughs> oh, wait, that was the Rocketeer. Never mind. My bad. A, br- a Bridgman. A Bridgman. Of... Ooh, Bridgman. Remember that? That was a brand from around here back in the day.
1: That was a dairy company. I, I do remember God. Bridgman.
0: Can I mention my... Do you think
1: that's where it came from? I'm going to... They were just a bunch of people milking cows and oh. bridge and they're like, you know what? We should, we should make this a business. We're the Bridgman. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> just when I thought my stretch was too much for this episode. I just want to mention the fact that those... Guys they were playing against are basically wearing bowling shirts. I don't know what movie that
1: could be referencing, but whatever. <laughs> They're at the Wildcat Regional Bridge Tournament. Wildcat. They end up they they actually do end up uh Ray and Nikki end up taking third place, which confused me because they kept saying they were the third runner up, but later like I actually saw, you know, the certificate, and it does say third place, so they did get third place. But they said third Even runner up. They, but they say third runner-up. So, so they're confused. Their characters are confused. Who they're knows? calling third place third runner-up, which would, third, third runner-up would actually be fourth place. Right. They, so they're just getting it wrong. So the idea is the same. Right. Um, he was then right about comparing it to a bronze medal in the Olympics. Yeah. But he's just wrong about what it's called.
0: Yeah. Do we start talking about Maurice's series of unfortunate events after this? I think it would be a good thing to do. Sure, like you've lost a piece of paper with the address, a very specific piece of paper. Now, right now, it goes into the mm-hmm. the Ufa station, which I'm, as far as I know, is a made up brand. So are you googling while we're talking? Is Ufa a real brand?
1: Mm, that is not what I'm familiar. No, with. No,
0: I think it's just they just made it up. They had to have. Oh my God, it's a city in Russia. Is this
1: about the Germans? Oh God, Russia is for Ufa, lovers.
0: It's it's a. Uh, oh man. Okay, whatever.
1: Uh, what, what? Whatever. We should know. This doesn't matter because they do say Russia is for lovers. <laughs>
0: yeah, on his shirt. Fuck Virginia. It's about Russia. Sorry. Uh, no, but I mean, he goes into this gas station <laughs> in Eaton Valley. You know, can't be that big of a j- town, right? And like mm-hmm. assaults somebody, and then says Stussy, and like rips the page out of the phone book and leaves <laughs> with it. <laughs> like not his crowning. You know, he is the moron. Yeah, he, he is a dull, he is a dull instrument, you know, you, you, this is not the kind of thing you want to make precise slices with. But yeah, he he does. So now he's got a piece of paper floating around on the side of the road somebody could find. He's now walked in, drove his car up to the front door, assaulted a guy and taken a part of the phone book.
1: Yeah. And we're in to- 2010 now, so it's not like there's not cameras like in past seasons.
0: Well, not in Eden Valley. Well, I guess we'll find out. This will be interesting. Yeah. But uh I, I and so this is where we're going to get to the part, though. So we, we 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 cut away and he's like, you know, he does this whole swimmy, swammy, slappy Samsonite and he's figured it all out, right? Mm, right. But uh, I, I know somebody else has noticed this. I hope to God they have. It, and now that I'm like clicking on it to play back again, I'm just like, what? So what did you see the minute this scene started? If you have this on video... Go to forty three sixteen and pause. Did you look at this sharpie?
1: Are we talking about Ennis passed out watching TV? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> I hope somebody else has talked about this. I mean, I, I read a few. I, I read a few things, but I didn't read anything about this. I mean, like I read like two articles quick the other day, but I'm like, holy shit, he's watching season two. <laughs>
1: he's watching season 2 of Fargo
0: <laughs> of Fargo and I'm like no way and so I just let it play I was like my eyes are deceiving me and so I just let it play a little more and then it, you know the camera you know c- comes around to him but when he <laughs> when he finally goes to the fridge they like full blown zoom in past the TV just in case they're like hey Bill you dummy mm-hmm. and you could just see them laying there on top of each other but he's on channel 3 which to me is season 3 and i'm just like oh shit
1: what is happening right well you remember last season when we when we got such boners over the number 3 all the time even though we could never like relate it to anything well now
0: it relates um, cuz it's season 3 um,
1: Unless he's, it's season three. <gasps> uh, Wait. Yeah, there were three spotlights in that parking lot. Remember, in the end of season two, there were three spotlights from the UFO. Yes,
0: if he's watching on a VCR, he did have to turn it to channel three to make it work.
1: <laughs> yeah, Maurice's car uh, had one headlight out. And it had four main headlights, so he ended up having three, three headlights. Oh, Nikki Swango lives in apartment three oh one. No. I hate that shit. I love it.
0: It's great. <laughs> there was also a really fun uh lens flare when mm-hmm. I can't remember when uh, uh when Emmett left his house to go to the office to go meet meet with VM Varga mm-hmm. and Cy. Uh, like those when it sort goes of down or, the Orby Orby headlights that if you weren't paying attention, they look like yeah. two like UFOs
1: flying in the distance—that was fun. Yeah, they did that a lot in season two. That—that's exactly what I started thinking of. So, um, the apparitions.
0: So, what we end up with here, though, is is that we find out Ennis, uh, who, who, by my account, is worried that gay marriage is not legal because that's not the way it is in the Bible. From his dinner comments, um, great
1: eye roll from Gloria. Yes. So there, there's some. There's a, a little there's a great relationship between her and her son there in that regard because he's the son started laughing
0: right but there's something more to this guy there's something more to him that we don't know but it turns out if you die we'll learn it right i believe so and i was trying to figure it out but what i thought was interesting uh even before she unearths his his stuff you know she comes into the house and there's she grabs something off the desk did you see what she grabbed
1: The Hugo Award? Yeah. Yes. So this is where Ennis gets really interesting. So obviously through Maurice's shenanigans, Ennis, were left with Ennis tied up in the kitchen, dead. It looked looked like his mouth was glued shut or something like that. Uh, Mouth and nose were glued shut, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just had a heart attack or something. he He looked his... There's something messed up with his face. It looked like maybe... Yeah, because it surely did not. It,
0: it 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 didn't it didn't freeze shut from the freezer. That's for sure.
1: Right, with the light on. Yeah. Um. So Gloria comes in. They're going back to get the sculpture that Ennis made for his grandson. Yes. Right. Yeah. So for his step grandson. They're going back to the house. Uh-huh. Step grandson. We're, we're going to be serious here. I, um. They go back. She finds Gloria finds the door open. She finds Ennis dead. She grabs a sculpture of some sort off a desk to protect yourself with if somebody's still in the house. That sculpture happens to be what we believe, and a lot of other people believe, is the Hugo Award. Yes. Um, The Hugo Award is given to science fiction writers. Right. So it's possible that, I mean, with uh, Ennis kind of... Falling asleep watching season two of Fargo, the it happened to be the UFO scene. So I'm sure it was just like supposed to be like a sci-fi, even though it was actually a scene. It's supposed to be like a sci-fi movie. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's supposed to be something. Um, well,
0: did you hear the sound effects that were going on? It was like pew pew. Yeah, I just thought it was. Yeah, it was fun that it was also. <laughs> it just they were like cheesy sound
1: effects too. Mm-hmm. And from a different perspective. So, According to Wikipedia, the Hugo Awards are a set of awards given annually for the best science fiction or fantasy works and achievements of the previous year. Mm-hmm. Now, when... Did you want to dive into that anymore? You
0: can go... How, how deep do you want to go? I mean, I only went back and looked well, at it because I I was looking up the... Okay, so I saw so on the rewatch, I, I did the whole science fiction thing. I was looking at the the, mm-hmm. the books and then I was like, why does he have a rocket ship? that that was literally my actual right. train of thought was why is there a rocket ship yes. in this there guy? There had to be something about that. And she's going over his desk and stuff. I literally googled rocket ship award and I'm hold on. <laughs> Just so you know, if you do uh rocket ship award, you also c- don't come up with the Hugo award right away. What was it that first came up? It was funny. It was like some aw- oh I re- I I googled awards with rocket ship. So what you end up with is the uh the number one thanks internet was the Tech Rocketship Awards of 2016-17. And then there's a Rocketship Alien Awards and GoPro. And I'm like, well, this ain't getting me anywhere. So I, I didn't get
1: it on my first try. Try, try as you might. Nah, you got it. I, well, um, I went. To, yeah, you go to so, the
0: images eventually.
1: I mean, this is where Ennis' character really kind of develops. It's... It's unfortunately after he's dead, but Gloria's going over all of his stuff in his office. It uh, looks like he has lots of letters of correspondence and stuff like that. There's there seems to be a lot of like literature that like like writing like I don't know like mm-hmm. manuscripts or, or scripts of some sort. Uh, all kind of strewn about. I mean, there is stamps. We know that. So like he's obviously communicating with somebody because there's a bunch of these letters. So maybe he is a science fiction award-winning science fiction writer, and he's still still. still communicating with fans possibly. Or aliens. Or aliens. Nope. So Gloria finds a trap door on the floor. Dun, dun, dun. And what do we see?
0: We find a little treasure trove under there that's all dusty. Doesn't look like it's been disturbed for a while, but she pulls out two books. And both are Mm -hmm. novels by Thaddeus Mobley. I didn't Google that. It's funny. I wrote it down and I didn't even Google it. Did you? Is Thaddeus Mobley uh, a real
1: person? I, uh Thaddeus Mobley is an upcoming character in this show. Oh, That's Spoiler right. Played by Thomas alert. Mann.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: Oh. Well. Okay. That's what we're in this for. It's Ted Mosby's no, designs. Really. Uh, I mean, that, that could be figured out pretty easily um, for anybody that's doing a, a deep dive. No, I know. I, I, this, didn't, I didn't deep dive. I wrote
0: it down and then did zero research after typing. But it was the Dungeon Lurk and the Planet Y.
1: Even though it's yes. W-Y-H. W-Y-H. Um, and I just kind of looked into that, like the, the name Y, yep. if that's how you're supposed to say it. It's not an and old spelling? Be, it must be. Oh. Um, according <laughs> to... Uh,
0: <laughs> I just Googled it. <laughs>
1: what? It, what did you find?
0: Actually, dude, it's what all the kids are saying. It stands for when you're high. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Urban Dictionary. I don't think that's what uh, uh, well, they meant. <laughs>
1: According to astrology and numerology, here uh, here's a little something. It mm-hmm. says, um, and this is according to the name, Okay, um, Y means with a name number of two, your ruling planet is the moon. You are feminine and sweet in your ways. You are also gentle and cultured. And you're, you also have a gentle and cultured emotional temperament, which explains Gloria quite well. Hmm. Your, your moods may be fluctuating. But you are in control and do it with intuitive skills. You are ingenious by nature and benevol- benevolent in the expression of feelings. You are close to your dear family, mother, and family life. You are a night owl who probably needs more sleep from time to time as you exhaust yourself working hard. Huh. That kind of describes Gloria. She, she's she's working at night. She's going through the night after Annis' death. Uh, she does seem like to have very controlled temperament. But what is it? But what about why why does he have it? Well, he's some kind of sci-fi fan pro, sci-fi writer, something like that. We'll 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 get introduced to Thaddeus later on and find uh-huh. out where that connection is. Um but the cover of the 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 book, The Planet Y, right? That's what it was called. Yeah, The Planet Y. Um, the cover of that book had a robot like Hovering over a, a man, or like standing over person. a man laying on the ground. Uh, yeah, a person laying on the ground, and it was in the exact same or very similar position as a sculpture that he mm-hmm. made for the for the boy. Yeah, I don't know if we know the boy's name. It do we?
0: Oh, geez, no, I don't know. I haven't heard it yet, or I if I didn't type it, it's not real. But yeah, that was I, I. It was that was something I actually didn't catch until the second watch. Truly, the 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 cover. I thought when I saw it the first time, I just thought she was saying, you know, this carved thing, these books, boy, you just don't know somebody.
1: And then the second time I watched, I was like, oh, they're in a very similar position. She still seemed like surprised by the books though. So did is he? was he leading a life that she didn't know about?
0: I feel like that has to be true because why would you pick
1: up a prestigious
0: award in someone's house to use as a weapon over any any other item in that house? I mean, I guess maybe it was right. heavy. Maybe. You know, I that's that's my only thought is that she doesn't know. You know, because it, right. it it it's like this this life maybe before, maybe it's a life that he had before he married
1: her mother. So right, that's my guess. That's what I'm thinking that's too. My, that's that's my, that's, my, that's, what, that's where I'm at. Yeah,
0: you know, we talked a pretty a fair amount uh, about uh, the the what comes next. Here is that we we right. we end up in um we end up back at uh it's so cute those two in their tub. Um, both texting away or doing some sort of social media—is that what they were? Yeah, when we cut into that scene, right at Nikki's, isn't that the next part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's right. We cut to the scene, and he's he's kind of lurking out there on her. Which I still I still did like the scene a lot. That there's this this tenderness to to the whole thing, you know. There's they they've just they've just ripped away, <laughs> ripped out some glory at the bridge match. And they've got candles going and it's not like he's got a beer. He's, he's drinking a little wine too and they're just enjoying themselves. And Bango, uh, Maurice shows up and there's all those great lines about which one, the guy in my house or, you know, but mm-hmm. he's definitely on something because he just can't get his shit together. Watching him try to light that cigarette over and over
1: <laughs> <laughs> the whole time is just fantastic. Right. Um, Yeah, so uh, I can't tell if Nikki is playing um, Ray or not because she obviously seems way out of his league. She's definitely quicker and smarter and wittier. Um, Do you think that maybe she's playing her parole officer uh, to benefit her for a while? Or do you think this is legitimate, this simpatico?
0: I currently, based on one episode, I think it's, it's simpatico. I think she'd vouch for him you do. there was a lot of vouching earlier but yeah I do I really think it I think it's okay I think there are moments where some people just fall for certain people and he I think he waits on her in a good way you know I think he dodes on her and mm-hmm. he makes her feel the right way and I'm guessing in the career of the world she's been in he's probably shown her the most kindness and mm-hmm. that that can generate a lot of like true feeling and so I think that's how that goes and I just and I just think that, yeah, that whole scene where she stands up still... Distracts it,
1: both the guys in the room.
0: Yes, but my favorite thing, second watching, uh, the first time I watched it, I must have been looking at... Oh, please, watch this Mary Elizabeth's shot. butt a little bit too much, but I did <laughs> notice the second watch that... Well, I was watching the gun at first going, just get the gun! But the second time, you got to rewatch it and watch Maurice trying to grab the tiny hand towel from over the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that or not? No, I didn't. He never notice looks that. away, and he just slowly reaches out his left hand, and with his the tips of his fingers, he's just like
1: just just trying to grab <laughs> just, her, just the, like the paw, pawing at a hand towel.
0: Well, it's like it, it's no, but it's like to me. So if you look, if you look to the to the right, I, yeah, to the right of um, Ray, there's a towel just sitting right there, and then to the left. Mm-hmm. Of Marie's is this tiny towel, and both of them are just so magnetically glued to her that neither of them can get their shit together. And <laughs> yeah, you just—it's—it's it's pretty epic. The 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 going for the tiny towel thing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the little things I like sometimes, though. Like that, mm-hmm. I don't notice till later. Yeah, that was fun. And she's and she's she's even watching him grab the tiny towel. Now I just push play because I was, I just, and, and she's like, look at him. You're he's just, just rewatching dra- it over and over. I am. It's just on a loop. It's terrible. No, it's just that he's looking away and Ray is still and his head is tilted. Like he's just in a, in a glamor shot, you know, just fawning over her. But in, in true form, I just don't think Ray is cut out to be a winner.
1: Um, yeah, but you got to root for him. He is generally a pretty sweet dude, right? I mean he's he's all about the uh you know staying he, he really legitimately wants to go by the rules even though he knows he's not uh seeing like one of his clients, I don't know, you call it a client. <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you your parolees. Parolees. Uh Yeah. He knows what he's doing is wrong, but he you can tell he feels a little bit bad about it and he definitely doesn't want to um, stir things up. So he's generally, he is a sweet guy. He's a little bit absent minded. Um, that's well, yeah. definitely going to get him into a lot of trouble, but I think he's going to see it through the season and he's a good character to root for.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you know, he feels that way. Cause we can, we, we know what happens here. There's this whole scene of them counting. And speaking of a trail that Maurice leaves behind his coat gets like, or his jacket or shirt gets caught on the stairway when he's leaving. Um, which no doubt will leave some sort of trace evidence. Um, But you talk about him actually kind of wanting to follow the rules. Like when she says, I gave a fake name and ID or whatever it is she Mm -hmm. says. And he's like, you you can't do that. That's, you know, it's one of those Mm -hmm. things. And even there, he's like trying to get her in the right direction, even though he just made his own deal
1: to (laughs) rob somebody. Mm Mm-hmm and and she being like as street smart as she is that was a great uh thing the whole like air conditioner thing was was a pretty good idea because uh she also mentioned how she's put this request in to get this air conditioner fixed, fixed. at least 6 weeks ago yeah so there's a little bit of a paper trail on her side
0: did you get the vibe that that was actually possibly um rays rays um uh, like leopard print robe <laughs> <laughs> did you notice cuz if not uh, it, it it fit him pretty well and he I also had like that I alligator did. crocodile jacket so maybe he's got a thing for prints and his boots are like Yeah, two, his boot, he's got like snakeskin snake, boots or something yeah yeah i just thought oh man that thing will never fit him and then i looked back at it and i was like actually it does kind of fit the guy and she's wearing a different <laughs> one so why you know i don't know just a just a Could thought be. just a thought maybe that's his that's his although the arms are pretty short eh, so maybe
1: not i did I did do a double take when I saw him put it on, but I didn't really think about it too much yeah. after that. I guess I, I guess I probably assumed it was Nikki's. Sure.
0: Did you, uh, uh, did you notice? Suite. Did you notice the photographs on the wall uh, above her like living room credenza or whatever buffet kind of thing? Um, I didn't notice what they were. No, all pictures of trees. But that's a pretty common mm. thing in homes. Yeah. But in an episode that starts with a picture of a tree a framed photo of a tree. Mhm. Just saying. That's all.
1: Just saying. just saying. Yeah, all in all, we're just, you know, we're we're getting the chess pieces out on the table. We don't really know <laughs> trying to get what all what our crazy out yet. But all in all, it was a it, it was an enjoyable episode. I mean, just being in this universe is fun for me. Um nothing really groundbreaking. All pretty run of the mill kind of story setup stuff a lot of the same like tropes you see in other things you got like the the businessman with shady business dealings you've got the underdog guy uh who's kind of dumb witted like like first season's uh Lester who means well but keeps getting himself into trouble like Ray um you've got the this you got the kind of ultra dumb henchman uh like Maurice kind of something similar to maybe... Well, maybe not Wrench in Numbers because they weren't quite so... I loved Wrench in Numbers.
0: That was good. So I think there you have it. I mean, I don't don't know if I'm ready to make any um, who dead next comments just yet. Right. I I think we got to wait for somebody else to be uh,
1: introduced to us. Mm -hmm. Um, Ennis is definitely dead. Uh, Maurice, do we know for sure he's dead? Oh, God. Yeah, he's dead. He's got to be dead. You think so?
0: Did you see the amount of shit on the ground after that fell on him?
1: Oh, well, I mean, he could be knocked out. Okie dokie, then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we've seen uh, as much of Maurice LeFay as we're going to see. I mean, with a name no, like Fay, he was probably Canadian in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: know. Okay. So that's just the deal. That's the deal.
0: Yeah. There's- so, I don't know, I think oh i I feel like I want to start this whole there's so many good lines I feel I don't know if we'll do it for sure, but we'll say it here, and then we'll bail on it. <laughs> I just want to do like quotes of the night or you know, like quotes of an episode, just things that don't necessarily mean anything, you know, but they're still good,
1: so I'm guessing you have a bunch of quotes
0: written. Down. I don't have a bunch, <laughs> I just have ones. I just like when I listened back and like his moment in the bathtub. When he says, my steely gaze, striking fear into the hearts of the elderly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's just, like, they, it's just, it's an admission of two things that they're, that they're doing it. And yet they know that they're not the normal people in that world either. Like, Mm -hmm. nowhere, nowhere they go, they're normal. But I just, my steely gaze, (laughs) striking fear into the hearts of the elderly. I liked it. But if I was going to, if I was going to, you know, give this a show title, our podcast, it would totally be, uh, Dark yellow precipitate. <laughs> that would be the show title if we had one. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's uh, all I got. of show
1: titles. This. Uh, did we even mention the show title? The Law of vacant Places. Oh, oh God,
0: no! And that's a bridge thing. Did you Did you look that up? I had to, I had to Google a- Bacon. It It looked
1: complicated. Yeah. We might have where, to have like a bridge episode where we just talk about bridge. God, <laughs> can, you ima- can you imagine trying to listen to that? It we would like lose the most every ever.
0: listener. We like all, we would lose all 10 of our listeners at once <laughs> who the show would be over. But no, it's a, it's a bridge. It's a bridge thing. I don't know what it means yet
1: though. I couldn't get, I just, I the more, did, how much did you read of it? Like, Oh my God. I glazed over like instantly. <laughs> I was just like, Oh shit. What am I supposed to do with that? It's like, Yeah, exactly. You want want me to understand? I feel like it's
0: one of those like entries uh, that that you have to like you have to understand bridge to understand the law of vacant places.
1: Mm -hmm. And I I don't understand joining a bridge league for research.
0: If if it works out, maybe we could start an entire uh, you know bridge podcast. That's that's that'd be a cool thing. Yeah, that'd Kids be a d- really cool thing. Kids would dig that. I maybe don't see we can why meet not.
1: somewhere uh, in the middle in South Dakota and m- maybe hit up a local tournament.
0: Oh, there's got to be one down there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Sometimes when I do this show, I feel like I get more Midwest than ever just from watching the show. <laughs> just brings back all that oh, stuff. Definitely. So. Well, I think we'll wrap it there. So okay. hopefully you guys uh, yep. in- enjoyed the show. Thanks again to Fargo Brewing and their delicious Wood Chipper mm-hmm. IPA for sponsoring this week's episode and this season, for that matter. Head to FargoBrewing.com to find out more about them. They're a fantastic local brewery. They're spreading throughout the Midwest. But if you go there, you can also find how to buy some swag or f- check them out on their Facebook page. Yeah. You got anything else, and, Sharpie? uh
1: Yeah. This week, we'll have to figure something out. I will be flying to Tokyo, um, the night the show airs. So we will have to figure out how to get that hot dish in the oven. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get
0: something going. And so thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. And, uh, we hope the Sunday thing worked out. Uh, generally I'm guessing we will, Matt will, Oh, I just gave him your real name. Uh, we will, Oh no, we, we probably will be recording earlier than we did this Sunday. Uh, because right? that way we can get it out at a decent hour on Sunday. This is going to go up late Sunday night. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll try to do earlier Sunday recordings so that these will go up Sunday night sometime. Night yes. meaning you could download it and still have it and, and rock it out before the previous episode airs. So Correct. that is the scoop. We hope that's working out. If not, feel free to check us out or talk to us anytime on Twitter at at Fargo Talks Fargo or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fargo Talks Fargo or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you at podcast at Fargo Talks Fargo dot com. I think that's it, Sharpie. I guess, uh, geez, we should just let them go, eh?
1: Uh, geez, let's get out of here. Okay, then. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess so. Okay, bye now.